0: Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast.
1: All right, so let's get on to it. What are those? top 10 beaches what is northwest florida out of all of florida really known for and that's right that's going to be the beaches if you've been to the eastern part of florida and you've seen those beaches and then you went over to the western part side on the gulf coast yeah there's quite a bit of a difference and well we got the better one <laughs> unbiased opinion yeah probably not all right so Let's get into the different categories. Now, these aren't necessarily in a specific order. It is more for you to see, hey, this one's best for whatever reason. So let's get going. So number one on our list is Panama City Beach. The reason it's number one is because it's probably got the best place for spring breakers. It's always been that way down there. Family vacationers. And this is mainly due because it's relatively <laughs> relatively cheap to come down here and find a condo, to find an Airbnb, VRBO, or whatever it is, and, and come down and enjoy it. But the reason being is that there's tons of activities out there. You've got parks, you've got restaurants, you've got golfing, pretty much all of Florida, right? Shopping, you get to bar hop around this area. Definitely check out Pier Park if you're gonna come out to Panama City Beach. You've of course got lots of dining options, hiking, biking, and of course, sunbathing. And that's this beautiful part of the Sunshine State. (laughs) All right, number two, moving on, is St. George Island. Now, this is just south of Tallahassee. It's actually got, and is best known for, being a 22-mile serene, secluded barrier island. Uh, the, the reason this is even on the list is if you've ever been to this area, it's probably got some of the best unobstructed coastline views in all of northwest Florida. Now, if you go in through the town, it's got some charming cottages, spacious beach homes, all that you can rent out and are mainly used for a lot of vacationers. Now, if you go up to the eastern tip there, you've got St. George State Park. Now, that's just beautiful area out there. You've got lots of forest and the white sand dunes and of course you have the sandy beaches all around that park so it's just it's absolutely gorgeous in there it's really ideal for hiking nature trails what have you number three on our list is Destin that is right that's here in Destin one of my favorite places to go to what is known First and foremost for is world-class fishing and boating. and It was actually named one of the luckiest fishing villages, and it definitely has shown. It's got great, uh, as I said, fishing, boating, and lots of attractions out here. Now, if you haven't been to Destin, definitely want to look up what's called Crab Island. It's not a real island. It's kind of a sandbar sort of thing. But during the warm months, people will come out from Destin and the surrounding areas, Poke, just go ahead and put their boats there on the island. They'll link up to one another and it's just a big, big festival party it seems like every day out there. Just, just an absolute great time. But when you're in Destin, you have shopping, you have lots of dining, you can go out to a lot of these different places and watch the sunset while you're out there having some delicious libations or enjoying your dinner. Of course, you have the Harbor Walk with Margaritaville down there. They've got zip lines, live music all the time. Uh, if You're looking to shop, shop till you drop. <laughs> You've got these Silver Sands Premium Outlets. Of course, you have the Destin Commons. And if you're looking for something just a little bit more resort like that, pretty much anybody can get out to definitely check out Baytown Wharf, which is out towards Sandestin where you can go out for a sunset cruise or dinner cruise. They've got lots of just amenities inside. there. It's definitely something to check out. All right. Number four is Grayton Beach. Now Grayton Beach is actually located in this Pretty, it is a 2,000-acre unspoiled land that is Grayton Beach State Park. Now, the reason people like going to this is kind of a funky, hip, eccentric little beach town. As you go into all these different shops, it, it's got a certain feel to it when you get in there, and it's pretty cool. Uh, it's kind of one of those hidden gems uh, that, that you can go out and find out in the what we call the 30A area. And that's just known because of the highway that goes through that. And in this area, you definitely want to check out this brackish uh, Western Lake, right? Uh, Brackish just means it's a mix between salt water and fresh water. And this is great for swimming, kayaking, canoeing, or a little bit of stand up paddle boarding. Whatever you want to do. (laughs) Okay, let's head on over towards Pensacola to Perdido Key is about you know, about 20 miles or so from the actual Pensacola area now this Perdido Key is best known for it being just laid back and really for those that are looking for kind of some tranquility and solitude It's just really really chill uh, when people go through there when I have personally shown people condos out there they've all commented that it's very clean and a well-kept area And there's lots of wildlife. I haven't really seen any, but (laughs) there's lots of wildlife that's out there uh, where you have seabirds, sea turtles, and all sorts of great stuff. So great area for relaxing. Just know that the Perdido in Spanish also means lost. So it's kind of the lost key. So there's not a whole lot of stuff to do out there, but if you're looking for a place to go ahead and relax and just kind of enjoy that community, this is a great place for you. All right, moving on to relaxing. Let's go to number six, which is Navarre Beach. Navarre Beach was voted the most relaxing beach in all of Florida. It really doesn't need so much to it because it's just beautiful in a very naturalistic way. It also has the longest fishing pier that's out there. Obviously you can fish, bike, hike. Of course you've got the nature trails that are out there, but it's, it's a little built up, but it's not, it's not condo city as a lot of people have commented uh, to me when they're trying to move around. There's a few that are out there. There's a lot of single family homes. They are building it up a little bit, but it's really nice because you can't really go too far East because that's kind of the air force base that you can't get out of. So you have all of this open beach all around you and it's just, it's just great. All right, number seven is Seaside. Now, Seaside, if you haven't heard of that, again, down in the 30 area, 30A area that we were talking about before, it uh, is best known for its iconic architecture. What I mean by that is that it's got peak roof, pastels, white picket fences. Everything seems to be painted white out there, and it's it's got its own unique feel, feel to it. Of course, you got great shops and eateries. If you go to the main part of Seaside, there's this big oval with an outdoor amphitheater. There's food trucks out there. And of course you have this, uh, we'll say a boardwalk that goes for miles down uh, either side from Seaside as well. Uh, My wife and I just went down for a staycation (laughs) this past summer and that's what we did is just got rented some bikes and went down there and just enjoyed some of the eateries, the views, everything. It was absolutely gorgeous out there and just a great place to go visit or live. All right, number eight is Fort Walton Beach and this is where our team's at actually. (laughs) Uh, Fort Walton Beach is best known for its really Untouched accessible beaches. If you go down and look at a map on Google, you'll see we have something down towards the bottom, just called Okaloosa Island. Okaloosa Island, because of its proximity to Eglin Air Force Base, is another reason Fort Walton Beach is known. Uh, that brings in like 15,000 people each year. Um, anyway, uh, you'll see that there are six miles worth of untouched and unbuildable uh, areas that are out there. that are open to the public for the most part. And you'll be able to get out there on these untouched, just immaculate beaches where you'll just see people going down Highway 98 and pulling up to the side. There's a couple walkways to get out there. If you want to have a beautiful beach all to yourself, well, Fort Walton Beach is the best place to go for that. Not only that, but you're not going to see condos that tower over six, uh, six stories tall. Uh, mainly, again, because of the Air Force base there, they restricted the height, so you're not going to see these huge, huge uh, condo buildings out there. You will see an array of them, but it won't be what you probably be used to seeing in South Florida. Now Fort Wallen Beach also has lots of shops. They've got restaurants. There's another one on Okaloosa Island, kind of on the intercoastal waterway or Bayside as we call it, uh, called the Gulf And that actually, you can sit there on all different types of seating. It's got these uh, uh, old containers that they've built into just the structure that's around there, and it's the ambiance is amazing as the sun sets out there. Just, just amazing. And of course, it's also known for the Aviation Armament Museum. If you do go out and check that out, just south of Eglin Air Force Base. Okay, number nine is Pensacola Beach. Now this is best known for the most lively of the beach areas and of course the nightlife that is attached to it. And what I mean by that is there's a street that's in downtown Pensacola. Now one thing I want to tell you is that Pensacola Beach is actually south of Gulf Breeze. So you have to pass over two bridges to get back into uh, Pensacola. But when you do... Uh, you're gonna find this street called Palafox Street is actually named one of the 10 greatest streets in America. And it's because this area has a very vibrant downtown scene. I personally love it, it's full of restaurants, bars, boutiques, and just great nightlife. It was actually known best for the drink called the Bushwhacker drink, although the first time I ever had it wasn't in Pensacola, it was on a cruise out in the Caribbean. So still loved it and it's still really good to get here. <laughs> All right, last but not least is number 10, the Santa Rosa Beach. Now, Santa Rosa Beach is named one of the best beaches on earth, according to Travel and Leisure magazine. Now, this is 26 miles of turquoise waters. coastal. It's got this coastal charm to it. There's lots and lots of culinary options and art. So this area is going to include a lot of... Uh, of this area, which we call the entire 30A area. Just go ahead and look at Scenic 30A on uh, your Google Maps or whatever that you're using, and you'll trace it down to some of the places that we already mentioned, which is Grayton Beach, Seaside, all the way to Rosemary Beach is where you're gonna find all these uh, this, this area. This is also one of the most affluent areas uh, in Northwest Florida where you're going to see little houses going for a million dollars or more. And uh, it has a certain feel, a certain community to it. And it's, it's just really cool to come visit. And if you're, if you've got enough money, you can live the life there too.